I'm Kate Daniels. The doctors Aisha and Dean Sherzai, neurologists and co-directors of the Brain Health and Alzheimer's Prevention Program at Loma Linda University in California, are a dedicated team whose desire is to not just treat conditions, but look to the source and find the preventive path. Thus, this incredible new book, a must-have, The Alzheimer's Solution, a breakthrough program to prevent and reverse the symptoms of cognitive decline at every age. That says a great deal. Now, let's learn some of the details. Good morning, Doctors Sherzai, Aisha, and Dean. It is so wonderful to have you with us this morning. It's great to be here. Thank you for having us, Kate. Thank you. So it's a really big deal here to have both of you because of the work that you are doing with Brain Health. This new book that you are bringing to us that's, I think, going to give us comfort and direction, the Alzheimer's solution. So working together as a team, you have collaborated, seen lots of patients, you have your own personal experiences, and you're here to share with us about brain health, because isn't this one area of our lives that maybe gives us the the most angst that we're so concerned about, because we do hear so much about dementia and Alzheimer's disease? Absolutely. We're living at exciting times where, you know, we have so much data that shows us that this devastating disease that everybody is concerned about, um, we have control over it. Um, One of the biggest uh, misunderstandings about Alzheimer's, um, Kate, is that it's a genetic disease, and if your parents or your grandparents had it, it's an inevitable deal, and you will definitely have it. Uh, But, you know, we now know that Uh, Even though uh, if you have the genetic background for this disease, there's so much you can do during your lifetime to stave it off and push it back as far as possible. And that's where lifestyle comes in. And uh, Dean and I are incredibly fortunate to work at Loma Linda University, which is a blue zone uh, where people live very healthy, vibrant lives, and they have a 10-year advantage over the rest of the population. And we have studied this population as well as others, and we have uh, found that lifestyle matters. And just like any other organ in the body, you know, uh, somehow we always think that the brain is a black box and we can't really affect it. But just like the heart, just like the kidneys, you can affect the brain on a daily basis with the things you do around you. So let's use that situation of your being at Loma Linda. So you have uh, this very healthy environment and uh, you contrast it with nearby communities, which are perhaps uh, more the typical lifestyle that many of us live in this country. So what specifically happens at Loma Linda that distinguishes that population in the way they live? Loma Linda is one of the blue zones, as I just said. It's, uh, these are regions that Dan Buettner has described and others where people live longer and healthier because of specific types of lifestyle. As it happens, Loma Linda, it's not the location, but the populations. The Seventh-day Adventists, uh, a, a great proportion of the population live a plant-based diet. They are very active. They have the highest education uh, uh, per capita uh, in the country. And uh, they have this community-oriented living. As it happens, when you look at all these regions, it's the same kind of thing. It's much more of a plant-based lifestyle, be it Okinawa, Japan, be it uh, Sardinia, the, you know, you name it, it's, it's the same thing. Uh, plant-based lifestyle mostly, 
much more active uh, living through walking from place to place, uh, much greater connected communities, be it faith-based or otherwise, and then much more cognitive activity. And uh, we will talk about this during this course that cognitive activity for us is not Sudoku or things of that nature. Those are fine if you like them. But it's real lived complex conversations, real lived complex activities, um, you know, things of that nature that basically marshal every aspect of the brain. So this lifestyle component has, has been known for many years. It's almost like the secret that's in plain sight. Yes, we brought it in a book, and our research shows it because we live here and, and looked at the neighboring communities and saw the difference, the significant difference that's not explained by genetics. But the data has been accumulating over decades. If it wasn't for uh, you know, heart disease and Dr. Dean Ornish and others, and diabetes, and which people showed over and over that lifestyle can reverse a lot of these diseases, now we bring it to another organ, the most important organ, our brain. And although the book is about Alzheimer's solution, it's not just about Alzheimer's. It's about uh, you know, how to live a vibrant, active, cognitive uh, life well into your 80s, 90s, and beyond. It's about maintaining brain health. Um, and we wanted to kind of give this hope and power to the communities, to the, uh, to the populations, um, because what, one thing we say is we love working in the clinics, we love working in the hospitals, but those are sick care uh, facilities. Healthcare is in the community and in your home, especially in your home. So we're hoping to actually empower the communities and in in the homes and, and uh, families to bring the brain health into their homes from childhood and beyond. And really what both of you are speaking about here is preventive care. We want to know what these particular things are in our lives that we can do much better so that we're going to stave off any kind of uh, these dysfunctions in our brains. Absolutely. Um, So, so far, as far as Alzheimer's research goes, um, you know, researchers have been focusing on very uh, small processes that go on in the brain, necessary at times, of course, to understand the the, the way Alzheimer's disease, um, you know, presents itself in the brain and how it affects the brain and destroys some of the cells. It's necessary to understand that. But when it comes to treatment, it has been very, very myopic, you know, focusing on one molecule, a couple of molecules and small processes that are going on in the brain. And lately, you know, people have stood back to look at the whole process, and it's not one process or one method that causes the damage. There are multiple things that go on for a very long time. We now know that the process actually starts, you know, 10 to 20 years earlier. And so that's why prevention is very important. And by the time, and if not longer, and by the time Alzheimer's disease uh, manifests itself and, you know, individuals start having the symptoms of memory decline and having problem managing their activities of daily living, it's, it's uh, you know, a lot of the brain cells have already been damaged. So prevention is of utmost importance, like you said. And um, just like, you know, all the other organs in the body and the research that have been associated with it, things such as, you know, diet, eating a whole food plant-based diet, exercising on a regular basis, managing your stress levels, making sure one doesn't have sleep disorders like sleep apnea and things of that nature, making sure that one gets good sleep 
and optimizing cognitive activity, being challenged on a regular basis, are very, very important. And, you know, Dean and I are very excited that we we didn't focus on a fad diet or, you know, a vitamin particularly because there's so much confusion and clutter outside. The way this book is unique is because we actually have created a personalized program for every individual to find out, you know, what are their likes and dislikes and to have that opportunity to, to create a program to make small incremental changes as we move forward. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise, and the noise comes about because we have a lot more means of dispersing information, from Twitter to uh, Facebook to LinkedIn, you name it, every venue you can think of. And the means of dispersing this information is very simple, always creating a conspiracy theory that everybody else is uh, trying to hide something, and that uh, then you separate the patient or the person from the rest of the sciences by saying, you know best, but then here's our new approach. So basically, you know best, and here's our thing. So if it's not paleo, if it's not uh, keto or this, without much data, I mean, we, we, we've been challenged over and over and over again, and we said, bring us the data, the repeatable, validated data. And whenever we do this, they say, oh, people have been always been trying to hide. There is nothing to hidden. 80 to 90 to 100 years of data on nutrition and lifestyle has shown over and over again that for the heart, it's the same things. It's a plant-based, whole food exercise, but, it's, but a more strenuous exercise than you, you would have guessed. Uh, sleep is the newer element in the game. Although people thought sleep was important, now we know how important and what restorative sleep means and then stress management and mental activity. These things have been proven for other diseases. Why wouldn't it be the same for, for the brain? So two missions we have here. One is to try to reduce the noise. The second thing is to empower the person in the home that they don't have to buy the next gimmick, the next pill, the next... In fact, even the book that we, we wrote, 100% of the profits, profits are going to the same communities that we gave toxin and we saw the devastation. It's extremely important that we cut through the clutter because those people who create noise are actually affecting people's lives. When you tell somebody, you know, you can eat bacon and you'll reverse Alzheimer's, let's say. I mean, nobody says it's at that extreme, but, but the outcome is that. You're killing people. So for us, it's not just a little book or a little talk or a little esoteric conversation. It's about the patients we're saving in the communities, um, and that's why it's so important. And one other thing, every community that we go to, we talk to, we say, if you want us to come there, give talk, help empower, bring the resources, we're available to you. You know, this is the sense I have gotten of the two of you watching some of the videos just in the course of our arranging this interview. I feel that you are such kind people, that your hearts are in the right place and your desire to make a difference for people and in their lives just shines through so strongly. And you're just validating all of that, Dean, for us this morning. Thank you. Thank you so much. We, we make videos, um, Facebook live stream, and we are very uncomfortable, you know, because in those videos, we bring our children, we, we, we talk about, you know, sugar-free cookies. And at, on one end, we feel a little awkward because people might actually think that this is not serious and we're not serious scientists and we are serious scientists. And the other end, we're looking at saying, you know what, if one person realizes that, you know, it's, you don't have to throw your arms up, 
that there are options, that lifestyle matters, and it's not a magical thing that you have to get from some, some video or uh, some, uh, you have to buy through internet or you know, some, some uh, fancy restaurant, that you can actually do it in your own home. We will have done more for healthcare than a thousand pills we gave in the clinic. Absolutely. So we, we bite the bullet and we make these video, videos and uh, I hope they have an effect. Well, that certainly is our hope. We should mention an easy way, or one of the ways at least, to find those videos is to go to your website. Yes, our website is teamsharezai.com, and uh, we're very active on social media. Our Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram pages are also titled Team Sharezai, and happy to get feedback from all the listeners in the audience, if they're interested, and we're trying to expand this whole idea of presenting lifestyle changes in small, palatable bits and articles in the near future as well. And underscoring that piece of it, of lifestyle changes, what's interesting is, along with being a doctor, a physician, and having the neuroscience background, Aisha, you are also professionally trained as a culinary designer, is it? Uh, Yes, well, I'm a cook. I was very passionate about prevention and prevention of brain diseases, including stroke and Alzheimer's disease when I was training at Columbia University in New York. And I remember, you know, seeing patients after patient every single day, um, and they would come in with raging diabetes and high blood pressure and, um, you know, at at a very young age of, say, for example, when their 40s and 50s already have have had a stroke with some paralysis of one limb or the other or loss of vision and just devastated uh, completely. And we were not really doing anything other than just, you know, patchwork and throwing all the medications at them. And um, the core of the matter was how to prevent the disease at home, and there was no way. You know, when you tell somebody to eat healthy, they, most people don't know what that essentially means. So I took it upon myself I, and went to cooking school. And I remember going to the neuro-ICU in the morning and to cooking school at night cutting, you know, carrots and onions. And it was a phenomenal experience, and I think... Um, uh, that is one of the gifts that I um, that I thoroughly enjoy to bring forth and show people that you know healthy foods and healthy living doesn't necessarily mean um, you know being upset and being deprived. That it can be very delicious. That it can be very fulfilling, and it can be a lot of fun as well. Hey, Kate, uh, one of the most incredible validating experiences was I think last night we were invited to this party, this gathering, a fairly large gathering. <laughs> And they, they, uh, all these people came and they said that, you know what, we were going to bring this... It was a potluck cake. Potluck, yeah. <laughs> we, we were going to bring this cake and this sweet and this, and we decided to make it all healthy. So there were about 50 people, and there was fruit there, there was sugar-free cakes, there was, you know, all kinds of food. Of course, in between, there was some unhealthy stuff, too. But the, question, the, the main point being, it takes small steps. Culture is when language and concepts around, uh, around an idea starts becoming uh, ever-present in the population, and that's our goal. If we have done that, if we can do that in the next few years, we will have done way more than anything we could do in our clinics. So um, we're, we're glad that uh, people like you uh, give us the venue to have this conversation. Thank you. Well. It's the least I can do to bring information and education and help all of us to become uh, 
the best people that we can be being healthy. And uh, when we were talking about nutrition in, in those various ways right now, there are also recipes we should mention in the book that help uh, to guide us, right? Aisha, these are recipes that you developed. Absolutely. Uh, tested and approved by, by the kids and everybody <laughs> in the family. I think they're delicious and they're easy to make. And that's what, what Dean and I try to focus on, something that is not extravagant, something that can be made on a regular basis, and you know, most importantly, is delicious. Yeah. And, and ease. Um, a lot of times we fail people, uh, we, we throw things at, at them that are too complex. So even the exercise plans, it, it has to be easy. I mean, sometimes people used to tell me, oh, if you want to exercise, just jog to the gym. I said, no, I want a car to come and pick up. Of course, there was no car to pick me up, but, you know, pick me up and take me to the treadmill. What I mean by that is let's not complicate the central theme here. I need to get to exercise quickly. So I tell people, bring a recumbent bike, bring a little foot pedal exercise or whatever you, you can find in your living space. And while you're watching the TV, while you're watching the news, uh, uh, just uh, start exercising and make it a part of your daily life. Uh, same thing with meditation. Meditation is not, you don't have to go to some uh, um, uh, ashram or someplace else to sit and meditate. You can be walking the neighborhood. In fact, majority of my patients say, you know, I, I exercise. And I said, what do you do? I walk. I said, no, that's, that's not exercise. That's, that's meditation. <laughs> that's meditation for me. Uh, that's my form of meditation. Um, and then mental activity, you know, if you were into music, Pick up a guitar, pick up a keyboard, and learn some, some, uh, some music. If you're a reader, read and rewrite, meaning re, you know, re, uh, regurgitate and uh, come up with, the, with, the, uh, with the, your own thoughts. That involves the entire brain. So it means bringing brain health to your living space. That's critical. It's more likely to happen. It's more likely to be sustainable. And it's more likely to be personalized as opposed to something that somebody on a video is uh, trying to uh, force you on. And what we should mention, as we've talked about, as you've shared with us about nutrition and exercise and sleep, that it is part of your neuro plan. That's this acronym that helps us to really see that there are these five key areas to focus on to really develop our brain health, our, in, our whole body health. Absolutely, and we created this acronym to show the comprehensive nature of all of these uh, elements. I mean, of course, you know, some people need more, one, more of one than the other, but it's doing all of these uh, or bringing forth all of these factors into your daily living is, is of utmost importance. So the acronym, like you said, is NEURO. N stands for nutrition. E stands for exercise. U for unwind or stress management. R for restorative sleep, um, not just sleep, but the type of sleep that you know goes through all the stages of sleep because it's very important for us to be well rested. And O is for optimizing medical conditions, you know things like high blood pressure, diabetes, high cholesterol, obesity, and uh, again O for optimizing cognitive activities in the context of social settings. So it keeps it simple for us. And again, in the book, there are stories. Uh, some of the clients that you've worked with, your experiences, and as I mentioned, of course, all those wonderful recipes at the back, all of this contained in this very important uh, edition, The Alzheimer's Solution, a breakthrough program to prevent and reverse the symptoms of cognitive decline at every age. So 
we must make it a point. Uh, we're thinking of this season of the year where we're wanting to find uh, that special gift for that special someone. I can't think of anything better than giving them this gift of health. Oh, thank you so much. That that uh, that really made our day. Thank you. Yes, we we feel the same. I think um, this is a book of hope. Um, and uh, it's um, when you think of Alzheimer's disease and brain diseases in general, it's a very scary um, uh, journey. And uh, for people to know that they're empowered, that they can actually do something about this on a daily basis and can lead a very, very healthy, cognitively vibrant life, I think that's a phenomenal message and it's a great gift. And we're excited because we've seen phenomenal results in our clinic and we've seen phenomenal results in the large studies that have been done around the world. All we did was to present it in a very palatable manner so people can understand it easily and apply it in their lives. That is such a key point, that it is very readable in that way. We don't have to feel we need some sort of a science degree or great scientific understanding. This is, yes, you have done such a great service in presenting it in a way that's easily understandable and relatable. Thank you, Kate. Yes, that was the that was the goal, and uh, you know we wanted to be that bridge uh, between the phenomenal research that is being done uh, in science and bringing it forth um, very quickly to the public. Um, and um, this this coming week, will be Aisha will be presenting some uh, recipes for Thanksgiving, healthy brain healthy recipes. So if they want anybody wants, they can go to the Facebook or uh, website, and uh, they can get those as well. And we'll do the same for Christmas as well. Oh, terrific. And so back to the book and and uh, how it makes a great gift, and we're purchasing the book. I would like you to address the fact that you are also using this as a gift back to the communities with your very special initiative. Yes, we have, um, we have a not-for-profit Healthy Minds initiative, and all the profits from the book go towards uh, creating brain health workshops for communities that have the least amount of access to health, um, specifically in our area, the San Bernardino County. And, you know, we are also looking into other communities. So everything that comes uh, from, uh, from this book goes back to the communities, goes back to creating the workshops that are much needed for people to understand the, how this disease works and what they need to do to prevent it. And if uh, the, and the audience out there, if there are cities that want to be partners, we would be more than happy to come and join and help uh, uh, propel this, uh, this initiative, this movement for brain health. Um, so if you want us to come to your community, we will come out of our own cost and, and help you uh, build uh, access and knowledge and resources around brain health for your community. Uh, just contact us. That's incredibly generous. And if someone then really hears that uh, call, how would they reach you then? Through the website, through Facebook? Yes, they can contact us through either our social media, any format, or they can contact us on our website, teamsherzai.com, and we would be happy to get back to them as soon as possible. Well, that, again, is so generous and so easy for us to do. So here we have an opportunity, if we're not already perhaps maximizing all the the things in our life and we see some sort of disease uh, lurking around, as you mentioned, Aisha, of 
uh, Alzheimer's having this genetic component, here's a way to not live in fear, but really be proactive. Absolutely, yes. Um, like I said earlier, um, you know, it's never too early to start thinking about your brain health. Um, we've actually employed the whole system in, you know, uh, in our children as well. And it's not only about prevention of a particular disease, but just to build a better brain and build more connections and be sharp and be vibrant and not worry about whether our environment affects our brain. One of the communities that we're working in and we've been asked to come and work in is beach cities, which is the Manhattan Beach, Redondo, and Hermosa Beach in California. And they've actually instituted a brain health uh, uh, program. And even in the uh, grade school and middle school levels, they've actually started um, meditation and mindfulness for kids. I mean, imagine that. The ability to manage your emotions being taught instead of just punishment, but you get the child to learn how to manage their emotions. At that age, they're a better gift. Also, as far as reducing sugar in their food and things of that nature. So it's never too early. And also, it's not too late, ever. So, because the brain is also incredibly resilient. These, this, these uh, 87 to 100 billion neurons, one, one quadrillion connections. And the fact that the number of cells are not important, if you've lost a few here and there, we all have. But the connections are important. Each cell can make a few connections or as many as 30,000 connections. That's resilience. That can be done at any age, and that's why the, the hope is for, for all these activities that build those connections. And it's so important for the entire family. If You know, if we see that this uh, disease has been already affecting someone, it has an effect on the other members of the family, not necessarily just from the fact that it's genetic, but just the impact and the care that's needed. It really takes its toll, doesn't it? It sure does. You're absolutely right. And uh, it's important to know that uh, as far as brain health is concerned, and specifically Alzheimer's disease, the lowest common denominator is, is the family. And the change actually starts there. And we believe that it's almost a disease of the family. So, you know, whether it's habit change, whether it's, you know, instituting some of the lifestyle uh, factors, as early as possible, it has to start at home with the family members involved. One interesting study actually showed that uh, uh, husbands or wives of those who have dementia have a 600% greater risk of also developing dementia than, uh, than the general population. So obviously that's not genetics. What is it? Well, shared lifestyle. I mean, if you've lived with somebody for 10 to 15 years or 20 years or longer, some of our patients in Loma Linda up to 60, 70 years, um, you start sharing the same foods, same stress levels, same physical activity, mental activity. All these things are shared, so you start sharing the same risks or the same benefits. So in our clinic, we actually ask if, 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 uh, if they can bring both partners, uh, you know, um, and, and involve the whole family. In fact, in one gathering, we had 14 family members in the room. We, were running, we ran out of chairs and, and space. But it was so wonderful to see that the grandchildren were involved in the, uh, although the grandparents had Alzheimer's and was pretty advanced, but it was an amazing occasion to actually educate and empower the entire family about their, their own brain health and how they can support each other. This is so ideal. There's just so much hopefulness, which, of course, we're, we're looking to find because, again, there's that 
a great fear that it, uh, comes to us when we hear that word dementia or Alzheimer's. So the hopefulness and the fact that we can really be proactive, but we can also, if there are signs, be working on reversing this. I can't tell you enough how uh, a astounding this is and how wonderful a gift we have in this book, The Doctor's Shares Eye, in this book, The Alzheimer's Solution. Thank you so much, Kate. We're happy that we have this opportunity to spread the message with you through your channel uh, to everybody and to break down this false notion that we can't do anything about this. I think that's the central core message. And we're happy that we have this this opportunity to speak about it, and we are grateful to you. And I'm grateful that you are both so passionate about the work that you're doing, that you're so deeply immersed in it to make it work uh, within your family, creating this book, reaching out to the community, and offering to to bring the programs and to teach. Uh, you are just really so generous. We can't help, I think, but just learn and, and model after you. So let's mention the website again from which you, you know we can link into all the other social media. Sure. Team Sharezai, so T-E-A-M, like Mary, Sharezai.com. And our, uh, our Facebook page is also Team Sharezai. Uh, our last name is spelled S-H-E-R-Z-A-I. And we're on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and on Facebook. Terrific. Well, this has been one of the best times invested for any of us is to hear your story and your guidance for us. Thank you, Doctors Sherzai, Aisha and Dean. It's been wonderful to have you join us this morning. Wonderful to Thank speak you with so much. you, Kate. Thank you so much for having us. Thank it's you. our pleasure.